back to Bigger Than the Score with Peter Ferguson from Lincoln Public Schools on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. All right, welcome back to 93.7 The Ticket, Bigger Than The Score. This is Peter Ferguson with Peter Ferguson BHS LLC. And back here with Harrison on the board. And I'm glad to have him here April 30th. We're getting ready to turn over the segment. But again, if you want to be part of the show, Harrison, how can they go ahead and tune in? Yeah, we are streaming on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter, as well as channel, our Allo channel 951, our new partner. And again, Sarder Hamid text line 402-464-5685. Plenty of ways to reach the show here and interact. If you want to put a face to the voice, uh, those streams or Allo are your best bet. Awesome. Well, hey, we're joined here by two scholars, uh, two area scholars. I I introduced them before the break, but Emily and Gabriel, how y'all doing? Good, doing good. Yeah, I'm doing good. Awesome, awesome. Well, hey, we're going to get right into it. So first off, why don't you tell us a little bit about who you are, your purpose, and then kind of just your your journey. Have you always lived here in Lincoln? So Emily, we'll start with you. Uh, Yeah, I'm a senior at Southwest. Uh, My purpose is to share the stories of others and my own and the impact that they have on our actions and on our words. Um, And yeah, I go to Southwest High School. I've been there for all four years of high school. But before that, I lived in Ashland, Nebraska. Okay. So really small town. Um, I went to elementary school there, really small elementary school. There's like 70 kids total in my grade. And then I went there for middle school. And the middle school and high school were actually attached since they were like Mm -hmm. so small. But yeah, that's where I went to for um, anything before high school. I moved to Lincoln like three days before my freshman year started. Oh, so, wow. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so how was that? Like coming in, coming in and all of a sudden like three days. So you didn't do any of the eighth grade and ninth grade orientation. Um, did you did you know of the school before coming or? I mean, sort of, because the way that it happened was like eighth grade ended at Ashland and then... Um, we went on vacation to Mexico to visit my family. And usually when I go, you know, it's the whole summer. And we came back like um, a few days right before school started. And I knew that I was going to go to Southwest. Um, But like the day after like we landed back in Nebraska, I had to go to the school and set up my schedule because I didn't even know what classes I was going to take or anything. And so like I met with like uh, my counselor, we set up my schedule and everything. And I remember I was in marching band freshman year and she was like, okay, so you missed like band camp. You missed all of this stuff, but like <laughs> have fun. <laughs> that basically she was like, good luck. I, yeah. you know, what, what do you plan on playing? Oh, I plan on being the drum major. And yeah. Like, no, no, this is <laughs> fantastic. Well, hey, we'll want to hear a little bit more about your journey. Um, but Gabriel, tell us a little bit about you. Yeah. So I'm a sophomore at East High School. Um, my purpose is to be vocal. That's what I recently changed that, but I do like to be vocal. Um, and for my educational journey, I've been going to East for all, I mean, two years of high school. I don't plan on moving high schools. Um, and I've stayed in Lincoln my whole life. So, um, I went to Lux middle school all three years and then Maxie elementary school all six years. Yeah. Um, and I mean, those schools, they aren't very diverse, so I hadn't had a lot of exposure to diversity up until about late middle school, early high school. And, um, yeah, I feel like there could be a lot more there, but it's been a great experience living in Lincoln Public Schools. 
So so no no um, random going from like I don't even remember how many people are in Ashland, but you know landing the plane, getting off, and then going into a school with two thousand people, yeah, and, and, and being kind of <laughs> shell shocked. Because I know Lux is Lux is full as in itself. So yeah. um, no, well it's exciting on a lot of ways. Uh, who's in your family? Who do you want to kind of give a little bit of a shout out to, and and what makes up your your grouping? Yeah, so right now I know my mom is listening in right now. Okay, always um, important. We Harrison and I are always saying we don't want we don't want moms coming in here <laughs> being like, "Hey, I got left out of the mix." So, uh, yeah. who's your who's your mom? Give 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 her name and give a shout out to her. Um, my mom is she's calling Blanchard. Um, she is my biggest supporter, and I think we're each other's number one fans. Awesome. Um, I love my mom very much. She's been there for me my whole life, and she's always been a great support for me to lean on. And I mean, she's always been there to support me. Everything I want to do, she's like, do it. I don't think there's a reason you shouldn't try to do it. Um, she's always encouraging me to do better and encouraging me to be the best person I can be. Awesome. Awesome. And anybody else you want to shout out to? Um, I'd also like to say like my dad's household over yeah. there because um, I mean, they've always been there. They've always taught me that... Um, Home isn't where you're living. It's right. where your family is. Oh, powerful. Um, and I really learned that a couple of years ago when we first moved out of my house that I've, I'd lived in all of elementary school and up until middle of middle school. Um, when we first moved out, it was a hard move. And I mean, after that, we had been probably moving about like once a year. So it's mm-hmm. been a very... Nomadic lifestyle, if you'd say, but stayed cool. in Lincoln. Cool. Um, Thank you. Awesome. Emily, what about you? I got a big family. Okay, man. okay. Like, um, even like extended family, like we're all very close, you yeah. know? Like I have like my parents and then I have my younger brother and my older sister. But then, you know, I have my grandparents, I have my aunts, I got my uncles, my cousins, you know. Um, since we all like grew up together and we're always with our family, like they're all my biggest supporters, even if they don't understand what I'm doing, you know? <laughs> like I'll tell them like, oh, I told them, I was like, I'm going to be on like a radio show with like Pete Ferguson who does big stuff with me and like the equity cadre and all yeah. this stuff. And they're like, Okay, um, have fun. <laughs> like, the, even if they don't understand. You should have said Harrison. I'm going with Harrison. Oh, we know Harrison. Oh, we know him. Yeah, yeah. I don't know who Pete is, but Harrison, we know exactly yeah. where you're going. Yeah, no, they don't always understand what I'm doing, but, you know, they know that I like it. So they're like, you know what? Good for you. Have fun. Awesome. Do what you need to do. Yeah. Wow, that's and, and that's some good stuff right there. So, Emily, we know that you're – I keep telling Harrison, like, every week, and it's not by any chance. I just happen when I start identifying individuals I think would be good um, that I bring it in people people that want to take their job. Yeah. Uh, and so you're really heavily involved in, you're the editor in chief over with the multimedia mm-hmm. with uh, Miss Brandy Benson and over at Southwest high school. And, you know, I looked up, you, you've got a lot of things that you're, you're doing. Tell us a little bit about your role there and um, how you got interested in that. Um, yeah. So I really started off with like journalism, um, with mass media class at Southwest my sophomore year where I just got randomly thrown in by my counselor. She was like, you'll like this. And then put me in. Um, <laughs> She's like, that's the classes left. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just... And then I took it and I did like it. There was, um, it was COVID year. So there was half of us on zoom and half of us not, there was only one other girl in the class with me. Wow. Um, but like we kind of like, um, like Benson pretty much just like forced us to do so much different types of media. Like, we did stuff with broadcasts, we did podcasts, we did news stories, we did opinion columns, we did all of this stuff, and I just fell in love with, like, telling stories. And so then, you know, we started making our magazines. We use, like, InDesign, Adobe InDesign to, like, 
um, design our layouts, and then we, you know, write the stories ourselves, like all sorts of stories. And, you know, as editor-in-chief um, this year, I decided, you know what, if we're going to make a magazine, I want to do it um, to combine my passions, being, um, you know, journalism, but then also equity. So we made our magazine focusing on equity with different stories, highlighting different students who don't always get highlighted, you know, marginalized students who feel like they're not represented. You know, we wanted to create a piece of media that would make them feel represented. And then also, you know, anyone could pick this like magazine up and then, you know, empathize with these students, with these stories, with these experiences, you know. And so, you know, I've gotten involved with journalism. I'm going to study it for college. I'm going to get my bachelor's in journalism, you know. Um, And I think it's just stories really do tell a lot and I think you know being um, in this position at Southwest with journalism has helped me you know be able to tell stories um, that I think really do matter um, not only for the people whose those stories belong to but to others to really hear that and you know understand the impact that that can have on them. Well, and I think it's powerful when you talked about bringing the voices. Oftentimes we talk about underrepresented and marginalized voices, but, you know, I always tell people there's nothing marginal about an individual. Mm-hmm. Um, oftentimes those individuals we think are underrepresented are oftentimes they're they're not underrepresented. It's just a misnomer that they are. So mm-hmm. tell us before we get to Gabriel, what's one of the stories that just stood out to you? You told us um, some stories about one person um, prior, and we were kind of blown away by, by it. But in your time at Southwest, like what's one story that you've written about that you're like man that stuck that stuck with me I think there's so many just because I've heard so many stories um but I think one of the big ones that stood out to me was because I got to know this student this year Kevin Patterson Mm. um phenomenal student um but he was in an accident he suffered um a brain injury and he pretty much had to relearn so much He had to relearn, you know, how to write, um, how to walk, how to speak, and just to see him grow so much. Like, um, I would help him out um, because I had an off third block. He was with Benson in photojournalism. Um, But, like, he couldn't keep up with the rest of the class sometimes. Like, he was a little behind. So I would sit with him, and I would help him out. Um, And he would just crack me up, like, all the time. He was so (laughs) funny. I mean, he really became, like, a really good friend of mine. And I ended up writing a story about him and pretty much just, like – his unique experience in high school because you see like he would take um anytime i'd go into the hallway i would see him he was just always roaming the hallways because he would have to take breaks since he couldn't be sitting down um, a lot of time he needed to get that blood flowing so like he would like take breaks walk around and like i think where other students would be discouraged having to relearn so much mm-hmm. and having to feel like they are like you know um falling behind the rest of their peers he really just he took the, all of that weight that someone sees a burden, you know, and he just, like, took it with, like, such, like, such a stride. He was so, um, it was, his story is just so powerful just because he's like, you know what? Um, others might think that I'm falling behind, but I'm going to catch up. I'm going to catch up. I'm going to put in the work, and I'm going to graduate high school, and I'm going to become a barber. Because that's what he wants to do, you know? And I, like, I wish I could use him. I wish I could <laughs> yeah. use him. I'm still going to go to him. I'm still going to go to him. Yeah, but. and, like, you see, you know, how he's... Other people might think of him mm. as less than he's like, no, I deserve to be here. I deserve to be getting my education. I deserve to be in the classroom. And, you know, I really deserve um, to be able to put my best foot forward. And he does it every day. And just to hear him speak about it is just amazing. And it's so uplifting to see, like, a person who's been through so much still smile and laugh every day, make you feel like you're having, like, make you feel like you're, like, the best person ever, you know. Just hearing his story has really made me feel grateful, but then also feel like, you know what, I, I should put in more work too because if he can do it, so can I, you know? Wow, 
Wow. And I think about that, that impact that, you know, small actions become, you know, a huge impact yeah. uh, on individuals. So thanks for sharing that story. We're over here like nodding and like, okay, wow, that's fantastic. I'm still on the barber thing a little bit. But I, <laughs> I'm not far behind yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I'm sure if you look over the table, I'm not too I'm far look, behind. I'm looking at that back, <laughs> o, black, back O-ring on Harrison's head to see, <laughs> see how many years he has li- left. Gabriel, so talk about, you know, um, Emily shared a little bit about like what has gone on and the things that have impacted her at school. You've been at Lincoln East for two years. What what has that environment been like? You've been involved in a number of things, equity and other involvements. What what else are you doing, um, and how has that impacted your growth? Um, so I'm a musician, so I really like to perform. Okay. And okay. so one of the main things that has kept me in really enjoying Lincoln East is the marching band because we have such a huge marching band that it's really like a massive family. So everybody's a part of it. Everybody works together to produce a show each year. It's a lot of fun. Um, I went out for drum major earlier this year. We don't have the results yet, so okay. I don't okay. know. Good luck. Good yeah, luck. Thanks. Um, and it's just been a lot of fun. And I've been on drumline uh, freshman and sophomore year. That's a lot of fun because we really get to hype up the band right. and hype up the audience at the football games. And also, I've really enjoyed playing um in the lincoln youth symphony that's a lot of fun too um just listening to all the really talented musicians there performing while i'm waiting to um play on a song because percussionists aren't always needed in the songs um and also just getting to be a part of that is a lot of fun and it's really something that it's really fulfilling so i mean playing classical music that's a lot of fun well, what Harrison doesn't know, like I was, I battled for last chair as clarinet for three straight years. <laughs> so I held that down. Nobody took it from me. There was, there was some stiff competition in about seventh grade, but, but I maintained last chair. And clarinet. <laughs> that's not an honor for those of y'all listening or like, that's he really good. No, that means you're really bad. <laughs> that means you don't get to play during the concert. They take the little wood, the reed. That means the band teacher takes the reed from you and says, um, I'm just giving you the instrument, but don't you blow. <laughs> so you, you talked a little bit about just your purpose and having a voice. And I, I want to get into that a little bit. And, and, and what is, you know, what areas are you doing that? In and why is that important to you? Um, and then kind of Emily, same thing. Why is that important to others? Um, yeah, so I feel like my main area that I really get to use my voice is provided by you, the equity cadre. I really like to use all the opportunities that I can get out of that. So um, that means like just you've provided opportunities like, um, ad, well, not advertising, but showcasing the um, uh, student vote ambassador right, right. yeah so i got to be a part of that because you prevented or you provided that opportunity for us cadre members and i was selected to be an ambassador for student vote and i felt like that was a great platform to really learn a lot about voting promote voting and really um enjoy encouraging students to really learn about the voting process so that we can have educated voters once we come of age um also just using my voice even in the classroom um, I'm very vocal in the classroom. Okay. I like to raise my hand and <laughs> ask questions. And Notice scholars, questions. he said, raise his hand. So <laughs> we, are, we are promoting good best practices for you educators out there. They were like, oh, we got another talker here. He's on the radio. And now they think everybody can talk. He said, raise his hand and then provide his thoughts. So, yeah. And 
I really feel like getting my voice out there is one of the ways that a lot of the equity work is going to get done. Um, also, just making people aware of the kind of things that we're doing in the equity cadre. So I have a lot of friends that are like, yo, Gabe, what did you do in the equity cadre this week? And I, I explained to them what we did. And they're like, that is really cool. And I'm like, I know it's really cool. And I'm really grateful that I have this space to speak in awesome. because not a lot of students get that. Well, and, and you keep talking about you know, provide experience. I always say that you have taken advantage of the opportunities of those doors that have opened for you. And I think that's important. So I want to, when we come back from break, I want you all to share a little bit more on perspective advice that you have, but also Emily, how do you put your voice out there for others as well? You're on 93.7, the ticket bigger than the score with Peter Ferguson. We'll be back right after these um, short messages. 